Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ghost Hounds. The new album, First Last Time, out now. Get First Last Time now. Anywhere you get your music. Ghost Hounds, First Last Time. New Ghost Hounds tour in the works. Stay tuned. PLT to the office, please. PLT. Welcome to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as PLT, the podcast where we share and discuss stories involving life's poor little things. Like that time you signed up for a full $100 a month gym membership that you swore up and down you'd use, except that you only used it once and allowed it to drain your bank account for over two years because you figured if you had it, you'd probably go, but you didn't. The only reason why you kept it is because you like being able to bring it up in conversation. Oh yeah, I have a gym membership. Honey, you're a real PLT. Hi, my name is Amy Goodmurphy, and with me, as always, is my co-host Ryan Kinder Surprise Steel. Hello, hi, honey, how you doing? I'm good. I, I love Kinder Surprises. You really do. You have an. You have. I'm looking at a box right now in your living room mm-hmm. that has one, two, three, four, five, six, twelve. Seven, oh, yeah, twelve. They, they sell them at Costco. Oh, Costco. Super cheap. I looked online on Amazon. It was very expensive. I went to Costco. It's like $14. You get that's that's why you get the card. That's why you pay for the card. Of course, of course. I love my Costco, you know. I you really do. And you know what? I went to Costco. I heard it. Um, because you taught you rave about it. I I love it like almost every week. Exactly. And you know what? Sometimes uh, previously, before I got my own card, you were buying me crackers. I was, yes. I was a cracker dealer. My cracker dealer, and the crackers were almond. They're made of almond flour. They're, they're so good. They're so freaking good. Yeah, and if go. if you're allergic to food like I am, literally everything, mm-hmm. and you don't deal with it properly, mm-hmm. like me, um, these ones don't affect you. That's so good. I know. You don't have to go uh, to the washroom after. That's none of your business. That's none of it. And I don't like talking about that I, kind of so stuff. You hate talking about that. Okay, so don't. <laughs> hey, um, guess what? What? Happy March. Happy March. It's March already. It wow. Just, it just flies by. Before you know it, I'm going to be in my 40s. Oh, you're well. Uh, how was your weekend? Honey? Oh, um, okay. Yeah, my weekend was great. I uh, I recently went away. Uh, as you know, I was in Toronto. Yeah. 
Toronto. Mm -hmm. And I went away because a mutual friend of ours, Brent Hodge, is uh, cooking up some stuff. And he Mm -hmm. hired me uh, to be... Um, to act in a new project that he's working on. Very good. It's very exciting. And it was so much fun. Obviously, I love him. And Cam McLeod was there, um, who was on the episode previously. Cam McLeod, wonderful, wonderful comedian, mm-hmm. wonderful man. I love him. And Brent Hodge, wonderful man. Great guy. Great guy doing lots of things. Yeah. Did the Chris Farley documentary. Oh, God. Did the, you know, what, did, what didn't he do? He did everything. Pharma bro, look it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, anyhow, so when, I, when he said, do you want to do this? I said, Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so I got on a plane. I went out there and we filmed up north near Perry Sound in Ontario. And when we got there, it was snowing. There's a lot of snow up there. If you're mm-hmm. not familiar, it's very cold. Okay. Maybe 13 below. Oh, shit. And Vancouverites, we don't. No. We're sweating in here right now. It's nine degrees and I literally am sweating. And it's March. Yeah. It's March. March. Happy March. Happy March, honey. So anyhow, we got there. Just a fun little story. And um, we uh, the snow, we got there at night. I think it was like 11 o'clock, 11 p.m., maybe 12, maybe 12 midnight. Yeah. And um, we're on a high. We're having fun. He rented a truck to get us up there. And anyways, we get to the top of the driveway, which is a long driveway. And the plow didn't plow the tr- the driveway so he's like poor little thing you kind as all hell is like i'm so sorry we're gonna have to literally trek down in here do you got your boots well i had my little lesbian gore-tex boots that's all i had of course he did they're hiking boots that's good i threw them on yeah and it was up to our knees no joke and so we they were they were just gentlemen they took my bags you know i was a little princess diva you know how i get you know i'm a diva all too well well none of your business either don't sorry Okay. So anyways, we're trudging down and it was an adventure. We were laughing and we were in hysterics. It was pitch black. It was kind of scary. Anyhow. And then they had a canoe that he was like, well, the the place that we were at is his fiance's family's cabin. Beautiful. Right on the lake. And they were, he was like, well, I think they usually just like get a canoe and they put all the gear in the canoe and slide the canoe down. <laughs> so next thing I know, <laughs> the diva's waiting down at the end. I'm not going back up. No, of course not. Well, I think I did go back up. But anyways, at this point I was thinking, I'm not going back up. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden I, they come down Brent's on the, on the front, like fucking, uh, I don't know what, like a pirate at the top of the fucking boat. And he's being pushed down with all the gear and their beautiful DOP got bless his souls fucking pushing it down. Anyways, it was a really lovely trip. Also, I wanted to say about this trip. So he invited, it was kind of a fun project, you know, um, it was serious, but it was also loose because we were friends. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, it was fun. Um, and he invited a couple friends from Toronto that I'd never met before um, to come up and sort of just experience it and come for the weekend, mm-hmm. which is lovely. But I have to be honest, I'm kind of a person that's like, um, you know, I have a little bit of anxiety, maybe social anxiety sometimes. And I thought, oh gosh, you know, sometimes when people invite new people and you're like, well, what if you don't really get along? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, here in Ontario, you know, so total upset. They came up, they were amazing. You know, when you're just vibing with people, we just all were on the same frequency level. So anyhow, I just, just vibing. I had such a wonderful time Mm -hmm. and it was, you know, we were only there for a short time. I think we were there for three days and um, one of those feel good memories that will last forever. So many jokes came from it loving everyone you know did their thing and helped each other and were so kind to each other it was cool yeah so my weekend was not as exciting well maybe it was because i decided to finally start euphoria oh okay go on a couple years late to this party but you know she got she got there and i fucking love it it's an understatement to say i love it tell me what do you what do you what is i love well i love all the storylines okay that's you know very important i love they're all beautiful the acting is phenomenal 
like I was saying to you and Jenny yesterday, it's like watching art. Art, it's, it is it's, art. It's, it's art. It's beautiful. The cinematography, the music. Drake is one of the um, sound composers or whatever. He he does the music on the producer. Show. Producer, there you go. You found the word. Thank you. I'm not mm. good at that all the time. It's a pleasure for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I really really enjoyed it, and I was trying to be productive this weekend. I was cleaning out my Mac because that's a lot of fun. But I had auditions on there from 2016. Well, you may you may have need to access you may have needed to access them. <laughs> you never know, right? But yeah. Callback six years later. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Euphoria. I love it. I'm I'm going to start season two tonight. Um, I hate that I love Nate because he's so he's gorgeous. So but he's such a piece of shit. How a person can be that evil is beyond me. But isn't he good at it? Yeah. Don't they just make you feel? Yeah. Do you know A24 is who produces it oh. and they make art? Oh, really? They are the art people. Oh. It's beautiful. If you haven't seen Euphoria... What are, you, what are you even doing? I, you, what are you doing? Who are you? And who do you think <laughs> you are? Yeah, you bitch. Well, hey. Sorry. Don't, they're not bitches. Well, a little bit. All right. They're PLTs. They're PLTs. Of course you are. If you Just so you know, if you are listening to this, you're a PLT. <laughs> yeah. Because like, it's just part of how it works. You're welcome. Anyways, you are welcome. Um, I got in late to the game. Jenny was watching Euphoria always by herself. Of she was, yeah. Well, of course she is. She's always ahead of the she game. I watched it before it was even on TV. Well, she probably got access to yeah, it. She, well, she would. She knew somebody. Should I break up with her right now? Yes, do it, please. I can't. I can't. I okay, can't. fine. Okay, so, so should I just? I well, okay. I you can't ask me more because you know how I feel. Okay, I'm not going to ask. We, yeah. Have people been writing in about breaking up with Jenny? Yeah. Where do they write to? Because I need to access it's just, it. It's my personal email. But I'll forward them to you. Okay. <laughs> so anyhow, she was watching it ahead of time, and I was not interested. Mm-hmm. It seemed very, you know, it just was a whole thing. Anyways, long story short, she was like, "Season two just came out. Please start watching season one. I'll rewatch it with you, so you're not alone." Mm-hmm. And and then we'll watch season two together. And I was like, "All right, everyone's watching it. You know, it's so well. Holy shit! Yeah, the first episode, half quarter of the two minutes in, initially, yeah. I turned to her, no joke, and said." I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. It's so emotional. Mm-hmm. They live on scenes longer than this is why, like there's so many reasons why it's art. The makeup, the makeup is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's stunning. I wish I knew who the makeup artists were. I don't have their names, but they're amazing. The acting is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And the way that they direct, produce, edit all of it, the music stunning. And sometimes often rather they live on scenes so long that it's like you, they shouldn't, yeah. but you start feeling deeper of and course, deeper yeah. and deeper. Mm. It's like the way it makes you feel is crazy. Yeah. Um, Nate's dad. Oh, um, he's McDreamy. Well, oh McSteamy. It's McSteamy. He was a mix something. Mick. <laughs> Speaking of Mick. Speaking of Mick. <laughs> I uh, I booked this Friday night off because uh, I, I you know I still bartend here or there just yeah. I pick up shifts I, I don't I actually no I don't that's a lie um, okay no you don't no you don't because we're <laughs> professional podcasters but they screwed up and they did schedule me at my, uh, my bar this week so I anyway I'm not working I got rid of it um, because this Friday night I have a, I have a big event mm. I'm so sorry I was taking a, a sip of my Joe when you yeah. said that I almost spat it out yeah. what 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 is it it's a McDonald's reunion. <sighs> Like 27 years later, it's these people that I used to work with at Langley McDonald's in the mid, early mid nineties. That's how old I am. And we're all going to meet up at Sam's pub uh, this Friday night in Langley. All right. We're going to have some drinks. I haven't seen, I haven't seen some of these people in 25 years. Some of them I've seen like two years ago, five years ago, because some of us keep in touch more than others. But yeah, some of them I haven't seen in, in a, a V long time. And one of them 
he was he was totally gay when we were together, but neither of us were out. Yeah, and uh, we we were both out. We're friends on Facebook. Blah blah blah. He's had a boyfriend forever, but I haven't seen him since. <gasps> it's gonna be fun. Oh my god, it's like we were both super gay, but we couldn't say mm. felt like we couldn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, and you're you can compare experiences. I know, yeah. And all this time, you guys could have been fucking by the grill. Yeah. You could have been doing it bareback. Thought about it in the fucking drive-through. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't you regret those times? It's like I think about that. Oh, Anyways, yeah. could have had so much sex. You could have had so much fucking at McDonald's. Mick sex. Mick sex. Mm. Tell me about how your Mick child felt when you heard that. Um, your inner Mick child felt when you heard that you were going to have a reunion. I was. Um, no, I was very excited because uh, I, some of these they're very nice people, and I'm excited. And uh, I mean, I have a podcast now, so I'm going to walk in there being a celebrity. Fuck. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, sorry, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So Ryan's here, so I, I do not plan on paying for my drinks. No, and I they do will. plan being the last one there and the first one to leave because that's what cool people do. Yeah, I'm going awesome. to have another event. I'm going to say, oh, I have, yeah. a, I, have a, I, have a, I have a screening, a red carpet. Oh, yeah, there's a red carpet I have to walk on. Yeah, you guys got to go. It's in Cloverdale. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll know it's real then. I had a thought. What? This is, sorry, this is a little off topic for a sec. We should do um, PLT Untucked. But like on Drag Race, you know how they have Untucked? Yes, after? yes. Because we could tell people, like, if you listen to our podcast, you're only getting half the story. <gasps> okay, let's do it then. <laughs> okay, so you're only getting half... Go ahead, go tell them. Because if you, if you listen to PLT, the podcast, you're only getting half the story. You're only getting half the story. <laughs> yes. That's what James used to say. He's like, well, I have to watch Untucked because if I don't watch it, I'm only getting half the story. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Marketing. Marketing. It, tr- it works. Yeah. Marketing works. Oh. Honey, your uh, skin also has mm. been looking... Real nice. Well, I got a little secret. What? You know, I my um my neighbor Mariah. Yes, I know a, her. She's a she's a she's a she's a good witch. Mo. Yeah, Mo. She's a good witch. Yeah. She um she does all like witchy stuff mm. and uh, one of her witchy things. Sorry, Mariah, that's not a diss. But um, oh no, we like being witch. I'm a witch. I'm a fellow witch from okay. a witch to a witch. I'm a witch to a witch. Yes. And um, she um she sprays fermented rice water on her uh, face and hair every day. Oh. And so she's got me on this. So now when she makes her her you know she ferments her rice and she. When it's ready, she's like, I have a little squirt bottle and she fills it up. And every morning I spray after my shower, before I do all my, my facial uh, moisturizers and cleansers and serums, I douse my face in rice water and I put it a little bit in my hair today. And then before I go to bed, I do the same thing. I like cleanse my face and then I spray rice water. But this last patch she did, yeah. I don't know if she fermented it too long, but it, it smells like vomit. Oh, like real bad. So I'm like literally spraying vomit all over my face and I hate it. But you know what? No pain, no gain. No pain, no gain. Yeah. And it's pain. It's pain. It's paying off well thank you you look real nice yeah someone the other day thought i was 19 no no that's a lie okay that's all right yeah i've been using um what they call retinol okay um i don't know much about skincare um jenny knows pardon me (laughs) jenny knows jenny knows um a lot about a lot of have you heard about jenny jenny's my partner yeah i think you mentioned her a couple couple times times this episode only (laughs) it doesn't matter um so anyhow she knows a lot about potions and you know all the things <laughs> I mean she's all, she's a witch. I like that word. She's a bad way. witch. Potion. Potions. She's a bad witch. Yeah. I'm a good witch. Yeah, yeah. Moe's a good witch. Mm-hmm. Jenny's a bad witch. Oh wow. I'll talk about that another time. Okay, but save it for a talk. Save I'm gonna save it for you're only getting half the story. <laughs> That's funny every time. Every time. Um, so she knows a lot about face care stuff, but like I just never remember. She tells me, tries to help me. Anyways, retinol's come about. I gotta get retinol going on. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I can't figure this out. It's peeling my face, oh, it's no. making it red. I I'm I'm doing it less. I'm doing it more. I just, and then I put makeup on, but it's like peeling off and I'm just trying to, Yeah, I'm trying to live. You know what? We're, we're all trying our best. We're trying our best. And how come I can't, how come I don't, no one ever says you look like you have a glow. 
Well, honey, you know what? We're, we're going to be really rich and famous soon. And yeah. we are. We're going to have access to all the best doctors, the best creams, the okay. best procedures. Yeah. We're going to look fucking amazing. I want an entirely new face. Okay, well, then that's what my baby's going to get. Really? Yeah. I love this podcast. <laughs> Anything can happen. And then you'll be unbotched in a year. Well, you know what? Actually, something else I want to talk about, speaking mm-hmm. of, you know, people will probably really look at me then if I get a new face. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be like, we talked about Swan like before. Brooklyn, yeah. Brooklyn. Heights, when Brooklyn got a new face. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn got a whole new face. She told us in private. <laughs> she told us in secret. But because that's why you're only getting half the story. That was said in Untucked. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, I want to talk about staring problems. Okay. My whole life, people have had a staring problem with me. Yeah. Okay. It's not about being, this is not a, oh, I'm so good looking. Everyone always looked at me. No, I don't know why they were looking at me. Maybe. Maybe they were trying to figure me out for different reasons, right? Okay. (laughs) It's always men. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's women. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, I don't know how they identify humans. Okay. Let's just say it's humans. But for the most part, it's born with penises. All right. Okay. Anyhow, they stare too fucking long. Yeah. Why did nobody get the memo when I take a look? Listen, I like to look. I'm I'm what they call a peeping Tammy. Do you know what I'm saying? I know. I'm going cross off the rails right now. <laughs> Here we go. Here she goes. I like to look, but I know how to look. Mm-hmm. Say I'm looking at you, okay? Yeah. I'm having a look. Oh, I'm looking at you. Oh, I catch your eye. I move away. Yeah. I don't, move I don't, on. I move on. And then I might check again, say I'm, I'm a little bit more curious. If I turn and you're looking right at me, busted, right? Yeah. I know I'm busted. Yeah. I can't look anymore. Mm-hmm. I used my look time. Yeah. Why the fuck? Do so many people not understand the time limit? I don't know how many times in my life, the most frequently used phrase in my life is, hi. <laughs> I've witnessed this a couple of times. Well, Jenny hates it. Oh, She's know. like, stop fucking doing that. <laughs> but if you're looking at me, would you like to say something? Mm-hmm. You can look. Yeah. But when it's like 10, 15, 30 seconds later, stop fucking looking at yeah, me. And do you want me to say hi? Yeah. Sometimes I get a uh, Hi. Or sometimes I just get a look away and walk away, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I like also. Yeah. Someone might want to punch me in the face one day. I don't know. I don't think so. No. I don't know. But anyways, I just, I need the time limit note to get across the world yeah. real quick. I don't like it. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. And do you want to ask me a question? Yeah. Like, what's up? They probably recognize you from the It's because I'm famous. Yeah. Wow. After all this. Yeah. Re- Are you Amy from the Mighty Ducks? Well, I was in two scenes in the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. It's me. It's me. Um, yeah. I got a secret for you. What? Someone messaged me on Instagram yesterday asking if I would sell my dirty underwear. <laughs> Shut <laughs> the fuck up. I, I kid to you not. I have not responded. Um, I've not opened it, but I, you know, I, I, you can still see the message without opening it because it was a very short sentence. It was just, just would you do this? And um, I, I, I haven't decided yet. Honey, sell them. <laughs> I don't think I will. How much? What? No, no, no. Who would, that's just, I don't even know why someone they want to do that. They want to smell oh. your butt and your, and your balls, oh I guess, God. and your penis. But they reek. Oh, why? Why do they smell so bad? Because I don't shower. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I shower excessively. Um, um, you need to sell them. Yeah. And I want to take part of the profits because I'm encouraging you to do it. <laughs> I need money so bad, please. Okay, okay yeah. I'll see. Um, I'll see what, I'll see what, what he wants to pay. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. I would love it. You know what that's making I, me? I made it. You, you know you've made it when somebody wants your dirty underwear. Well, okay. Speaking of, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. Second of all, I have a friend, Setare. Oh, she told you love you have a crush on her. I love you, Setare. You have a heterosexual crush on her. It's true. But don't tease her like that because she's she kind of likes you too. Okay, we'll see what happens. 
Really? Heard it here first. Um, we're always leaking things here. Yeah, we're always leaking. Always things. leaking things. <laughs> um, so anyhow, um, she suggested i was like oh you know like i'm always looking to make a buck i'm always looking to make a buck no, you know you love bucks. i love bucks and um anyhow she was like well why don't you fart in jars and sell them <laughs> and i laughed i said what the fuck did you just say and she's like no i'm not kidding she's like there is a girl and she showed me i think it's like a former pornography star and she now farts. So she's, I guess she had a following, you know, I don't have that big of a following. But as it's, a, it's getting better. But it's moving. Yeah. I guess, Right. But um, if you're not following me, it's Amy Ricky G at Amy Ricky G. Please follow her. So she's not to keep buying them. Keep putting, I, please follow me. So I don't have to put my farts in jars. <laughs> um, anyways, but she said, she's like this girl literally, and she sells, she just farts and she shows herself doing them. Mm-hmm. And um, she eats, you know, things to make her fart and she puts them in jars and she fucking mails them away. What? And then she said, she, I'm like, well, listen, I don't have the time to mail my farts. Like I can put them in jars, but you'll have to come get them and send them yeah. <laughs> do all the Group effort. logistics. Yeah. And she said, I won't even take a percentage. What? That's how much I support you. And I will sell your farts and jars. What's wrong with her? Why wouldn't you take a percentage? What do you talk? She's my friend. I know, but I would take like 10% she, or something. She wants it to succeed. <laughs> She's very successful. She's she doesn't need the money. Oh, oh. She's very successful. Oh. Yeah. She just went up another notch in my head. Yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> should we get into our guest? I think we should. I'm very excited about our guest today. I am so excited about our guest today. I know I'm always feel like I'm like extra excited every time, but this one. It's different. I know. Our guest today is a performer, host, model, LGBTQIA plus activist, former top three Canada's Drag Race contestant, and RuPaul's favorite child. Welcome to the podcast, Kendall Jenner, aka Kenneth Wise. If I am not being introduced as RuPaul's favorite child from here on out, I'm not going to the gig. <laughs> I'm not showing up. I'm not getting yeah. on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Consider it canceled. Yeah. Well, we talked yeah. to Rue. We talked to Rue and she said that you were her favorite child. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. So we, we felt fine. Here saying it is. It. Yeah. yeah. It, it feels correct. And you, and you heard it here first, which is I like, we always like to leak stories. Yes. And we were the first to leak this story. <laughs> we're all, we're really all about leaking stories, mm-hmm. um, Kendall. So if you ever want to leak anything, you want to sip some tea, as yeah, they say. That's yeah. What they say. Uh, that's what they say. I they think. do. I've heard that before. Kendall, that's we're going to jump into this. Okay. We, we want to know. We're dying to know. So many people probably have the same question as us. Um, is there any correlation between your name, Kendall Gender, and reality star and business mogul, Kendall Jenner? Or is that just a coincidence? It's like, it's totally, it's a freaky coincidence. I just, I, <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. And then like someone tagged me and like her Instagram and I was like, wait a minute. Guys, Mr. You tricked me there for a sec. I thought you were going to be so cute and say, no, that's, it's my name's after her. And you fucking, you gave it, you dished it right back to us. I really like that. Wow. Wow. Um, Okay. Excuse me. I I didn't know who we were up against. (laughs) So, you know what? So there is like, I have to be honest. I do like the Kardashians. I do like them, but I also am very aware that like there's a lot of issues with them. So I think my name, although it is obviously a play on words, it comes with it kind of comes with a grain of salt, if you will. It's like right. it's a it's a slight homage to pop culture, but it's also kind of like I'm also I, I'm I'm the first one to to make fun of them, and I'm the first one to call them out on their BS. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. say I'm like I'm like a Kardashian stand, da da da. Like I I'm I'm in on the joke. I think would be the best way to to sort of describe that. 
Good, and you should a know stan. a stan. Yeah, I just wondered mm. what that was. I was telling Amy about that yesterday. Mm. I just wondered what a stan was. Yeah, you're a stands. you're a you're a tea sipping stan, honey. Yes. <laughs> hey, she made it. Yes, I feel I feel very in. You're, you've yeah. arrived. I've arrived. I feel like I've just arrived. Yeah. Um, you know, I actually when people bring up Kendall Jenner. I always say your fucking name. Like Good. I can't, you have, yeah, like, <laughs> she is now you, you are not like any, it's you, she is you and mm-hmm. you are, she is you, you. Is she, you is, she is what I meant to say. <laughs> you know what? You know, what's funny though, is the amount of times that I get introduced as Kendall Jenner on like mm. big things as well. It happens. And I always find it like painstakingly hilarious because can you imagine being in the audience and then someone says, please bring to the stage Kendall Jenner. And then I, I walk out, they would be like, what in the literal fuck is happening? Oh my God. Hello everyone. I don't get it. It's me. Kendall. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Or on the, or on the flip side, my name was just so blatant and it just was Kendall Jenner. (laughs) <laughs> like it was just, it just is what it is. You know, yeah. I can't wait for um her to be like on some like teen choice award or something. And for the celebrity host to introduce her as Kendall. I'm waiting for gender. that. Gender. I'm mm-hmm. waiting for one, one day. I can't wait till you meet her. I want her to send me a cease and desist. I, she, I think it might be coming. <laughs> like well, that's we, the goal. We, we can get that. We can get that. In we the can works. arrange that. We're yeah. also friends with her too. Mm-hmm. Cool. Amazing. For, for, for everybody. Um, now listen, I want to get right down to it. You've had a day. You have you have been performing today. We have so many questions for you, Kendall. And I know we don't want to take up too much of your time. No, but, but, we, but we do. But we do, and we no, will. I want to be here. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> we're very excited about this. Um, so tell us about the evolution of your drag. Like, mm. you know, I'm sure we've sure you've been asked that question a million times over. But what got, whatever that means to you, what got you started in drag? How did Kendall gender or, or previously maybe, did you have a name before Kendall gender? No, never. I was just, I had no, no, no identity. (laughs) No, no, no personality traits. (laughs) Well, no. Um, I, yeah. So before I did drag, I think like if we bring it back, I don't know if you guys remember a funny little video that we filmed in my early twenties, something about twinks. I can't remember the exact name. (laughs) Previously on Twinks. Previously on Twinks. Okay. (laughs) The reason that I bring that up is because that was sort of like what I would refer to as like the epicenter of like my style at the time. So I was like, you know, I had, I had platinum blonde hair. I had long nails on. I was wearing crop tops. Like that was, I was like full in my like feminine energy. And I feel like I was for a lot of my, you know, later teen years and my early twenties. So there was a femininity inside me that had always kind of lived even at a young age as well, for sure. Um, And then, when I first saw a, like a drag queen that I related to, who at the time was Jane Smoker, my drag mother, um, mm-hmm. I just saw her on stage and I was like, what the hell is happening here? Like she is wearing red lingerie. She is on a stripper pole. There is Madonna playing. I was like, there is so much happening and I need to be a part of this. Um, wow. And it literally just, it, it just, it ignited something in inside of me. Like this, like I say, this inner femininity and just sort of excitement for like being on stage and that whole sort of thing. Um, and it really just took off from there. It started off as a hobby and now I'm a professional drag queen that was on drag race. Like, what? You can say that. You, can say <laughs> you that. know, you can like say that. Life is life is crazy, and it's it's. I literally feel like I'm the true representation of someone that like had a dream as a little kid 
and like mm-hmm. actually gets to live it out at 30 yeah. something years old. <laughs> Did you know where they're at? At 30 yeah. something, though, you, you've peaked. Like, you've peaked. Oh, so. have I? <laughs> yeah, isn't it's it's like, a downhill from here? <laughs> yeah, just, just sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, that's, it's, it's, inc- it's an incredible journey so far. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, you are clearly, like, I was thinking we kind of like skipped ahead. Like we should probably say, I, I remember what I remember of you in my life and how we connected is that I remember. Yeah. I remember the video that we did uh, mm-hmm. together, of course. And I remember you being so just, I just want to say this cause I think it's important for people to know who don't know you and who only see you have seen you on TV or only see you perform, which obviously, you know, you exude amazingness through your performing, but you as a person, um, are so kind and you exude kindness and you're so friendly and warm. And then I remember you were working at a, at a little known shop called Mr. Top Shop. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Top Shop. Mm-hmm. Yes, I and was. I used, I used to come in at Pacific center mm-hmm. and you were so fucking nice to me. And <laughs> honestly, one time you? you, you, you personally shopped for me. I don't know if you remember that, but I, I do. do. I do. You personally shop for me. And I just remember like anytime I was in there, I always looked for you and I always wanted to catch your eye because we didn't know each other that much. But like, I just knew that if I did that, you would just give me a kind, nice acknowledgement and we would say hello. And Uh, yeah, I just really think that about you. So I'm so glad that good things are happening to you because it's so nice when good things happen to good people. And you're clearly a very hard worker. So you're just fucking, you have it all. And I was also wondering if you would like to go on a date with me. Oh my God. Kendall, Amy is engaged. But you know what? As as oh. queer people, we yes. I'd like to refer to myself as an equal opportunist. So there is Aww. always doors that you can open. Yes. You know? Do you, do you think you'll be able to um, <laughs> do you think that you'll be able to quit Topshop soon because of your success? I don't think I I don't think I want to. <laughs> no. You know, no. it's just I, I'm so ingrained in the culture there. Even even yeah. when they went bankrupt and the yeah. doors closed, you know what? I yeah. still I still yeah. went in every single day. <laughs> it was I went there when they were like closing, but I kind know. of weirdly still open and there was like one person behind the till sad. and it was just like it was the sad. basement of the bay becoming yeah. the basement again instead of cool top shop. You wanna you wanna actually know something? something? funny like a flip side to that so I did work there for a number of years and then I quit and then I think it was like two or three years after I quit they reached out to me without knowing that I worked there and they hired me for an event at Topshop in Vancouver and there was posters of me like in drag all over the store. They were like handing out cards to me. I got to perform in the store. And it was so weird because like after I got the gig, I was like, did you know that I worked here? And they were like, no, <laughs> it was like, it, they, we were just looking for the, like a queen in Vancouver, blah, blah. So it was really weird going back there and then seeing myself on like posters in this. It was weird. That is like, a, that was a weird, but very cool experience. That's like if Red Robin hired me for something yes. and they didn't know that I worked there. Yeah. What's the Red Robin birthday song? Isn't it? Spe- isn't there a special one? Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, yeah. Happy, happy birthday. birthday happy, happy birthday. Do we have a birthday here? Yes, we have a birthday here. A birthday here? Oh, no, a birthday where? Oh, we didn't birthday say that here. where. Oh, we worked at different locations. We worked so at different we, locations. Yeah, there was, there was remixes of each song. <laughs> Honestly, at, at Red Robin and Robson, I did make up a uh, uh, happy birthday Red Robin song. And then I went like uh, 10 seconds into it. I went remix <laughs> like Missy Elliott. And then I had a little version that just, I did. And everyone, everyone else just clapped. And I'm ready that's, to that's, for it. That, that was the beginning of my um, journey into entertainment. Yes. 
<laughs> I feel like if we were inter- if Kendall was interviewing, if we were interviewing you, it'd be mm-hmm. like, where did this all begin? Yes, be like, that I would be it. I was working at Red Robin. You know, it wasn't high school. It wasn't any of those plays I did. It was Red Robin. Yeah. The remix the of the song. birthday song. Uh, and yeah. I'm so proud of you. I'm and so David proud Foster, of you. David Me Foster too. was sitting there at a table and he, he turned his head. He and heard said, something. He heard something. And then next thing I'm recording, I'm in the recording studio yeah. with uh, Brian A and Celine D. Um, <laughs> Kendall. Celine D. Celine D. That's what I call her. Okay, there's like, your resume is so impressive, but we, you know, we had to do a little homework on you because we actually don't really know who you are. But um, <laughs> you performed at the 2020 Rugby Sevens mm. in Vancouver in front of 50,000 people. Yes. That's, that is insane. It was please. Insane. Please tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So I'm going to be honest with you. I got like approached for that a a few months prior to getting it. Um, And I saw the email. I I blocked the date off. I was like, okay, to be honest, I wasn't, I'm not a huge sports fanatic woman, you know? Okay. (laughs) So I didn't really a hundred percent know what it was. And then leading up to it, I did obviously started to research it and started to look it up. And I was like, oh my God, this is like humongous. And this is like such a huge, huge honor. They had never had a drag queen like perform at their events before and then to do the halftime show. So for people that don't know, it's like very common at the Rugby Sevens for people to dress up in costumes. Um, So it's like a big costume party. Um, So it was so, so, so cool when I actually got there. And this was also at BC Place where Beyonce literally performed. So like it was no joke. Um, but when I, when I actually did it, I think for like the morning and like when I was in the the green room and sort of getting ready, my partner tells me that I was very calm and I was almost like I was preparing to just like, you know, maybe walk on the street or like I, I wasn't, I was just, I was very chill and I was like, okay, here we go. I'm going to do this. And then when you get out there, when you're surrounded by so many people, you almost don't notice the magnitude of the thing that you're involved in because you're just sort of this tiny little ant in this huge stadium. And then it ended. And then I heard the screaming and then I started to watch the videos back. And I was like, Oh my God, it was such an out of body experience. And like absolutely one of, if not the coolest thing I had ever done in my drive. It's giving me chills. It was insane. It was like so crazy. Good for you, because Amy and I can have suffered with a little bit of a pre-show uh, jitters once in a while. Totally. But you, you were going to, you know, you said you were quite calm. That in itself is so amazing. Like regardless of you, know, you said after you kind of realized, holy shit. But like the fact that you went there to this like huge arena. Do you call it a stadium? Stadium. A stadium, yeah. and and just were like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna go out now. Thanks, but, thanks. But you know what? I'll be honest with you. In every other time that I perform, I do get performance anxiety everywhere. Do you get diarrhea like Amy? Uh, sometimes, but it's hard because I'm padded. So it usually just, <laughs> so is well, that was, I'm, yeah. that was very, <laughs> you learned a lot about me on this podcast. Yes. Um, yeah. But I you. Yeah, no, I think for all other stage shows, I always get nervous. I, I, I always do. Of course you do because you're, you're, your adrenaline there and you, you're, you care, but it was like, for that one in particular, I think because it was so big, I, I think it was like a fight or flight situation. I was like, let's yes. just push the anxiety out first because I was like, I'm not just representing like myself as Kendall doing a little dance at a thing. I was like, I'm also representing like a queer performer in this like very, you know, cis straight environment of rugby. Mm-hmm. And like I'm kind of doing it for like all of us, you know? So I think I felt like, I felt like I just needed to be out of my body for that moment. I felt like 
something took over and chilled me yeah. out. <laughs> Absolutely. As I, was, I was thinking about that. I remember that time and I remember seeing your footage of it and just like fucking losing my mind for so many reasons. A, you fucking killed it. It was unbelievable be the screaming fans in that environment and see the rugby seven like (laughs) what and like what a moment for the city for the sport of rugby a halftime show like what just a moment for so many reasons and I did think about that where I was like wow I wonder how she felt going to this you know, masculine, broody, I don't know what the right words are, like, no, totally. you know, of the sport and then and the spectators going to this sport, a sporting, big sporting event and you performing and doing that. And then to hear the crowd, it kind of makes me want to cry to no, hear the it crowd does. after. Uh, the, the reaction, I, that was one of the, the most amazing things because to be honest, like even within my management and like even in the people preparing it, we didn't really know how it was going to be received. How not to you? be Not to be negative, we just, nobody knew. We were hoping for the best, but nobody knew. Um, and it was so, so well received. Oh, it, it gives me oh, little chills too thinking about it. Yeah. I like, and I feel like I will, if I, if that was the only thing I ever did in my, in my like drag career, I would be so proud. Yeah. And, and I give a little bit of props to Rugby Sevens for having a drag show as their totally. um, well, halftime. Yeah. How does That's that, really great. How does that come about? I'm sure Beth turned it down. I think so. I heard that. <laughs> I heard Ryan, that. I'm going to ask you to leave. Okay. I will ask you to leave the podcast. Okay. Do you understand me? Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Kendall and I, yeah, go, go on. Get out of the room. I want to stay. If you're watching on Patreon, you'll see that he almost left. (laughs) Um, Okay, amazing. And I want to also ask you, so we kind of talked about your evolution of drag. What about, how did Canada's drag race come about for you? So I auditioned for the first season um, when it first came to Canada and everyone was so excited and I was very excited. Um, And I was like so invested in the application and I was like so hoping and I really, really, really thought that I would get on in, on season one. Um, I was just feeling very confident. I was like, you know what? Like I'm ready for this. Um, and then I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then they were like, no. And then they literally said, no, I made it like relatively far, but they were like, mm, you're not as good as you think you are. <laughs> nice. Which is, you know what, as, as performers, we know rejection, right? Well, yeah. And it was all too well. It, yeah. And it was one of those things. I mean, me too. <laughs> And it was one of those things where, like, I was so at the moment, like, devastated when I didn't get on um, that it really, like, it lit like a fire underneath me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to become the most like successful version of myself so that if this ever comes out again, there's no way that I I won't, like, get on this show. Um, and that's honestly what I feel like I did over the, in between season one and season two. So by the time season two casting came around, I also was, like, a lot more... Uh, chill, I guess you would say with the casting process, because I was like, well, I already got turned down once. So I just, you know what I mean? I was like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Um, and we were also in, we also in like, we were in such a heavy quarantine when we were auditioning. Um, so it was like, yeah, it was just like this really like amazing thing to do. And then when I actually got on, I was like, like, I was so happy. I like fell into my computer, bawling my eyes out. Um, and yeah, and then we, we went, we, we traveled, we, we filmed for a month and you saw the show, you know, like it was, uh, it was an amazing experience. Like it was insanely hard, but also insanely rewarding. And like, it didn't go any way that I thought it would in like good and bad ways. It was just like this insanely crazy experience from beginning to end, um, that I wouldn't trade for the world. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware that, um, (laughs) I was on a reality show too called Amazing Race Canada. Mm-hmm. And Kendall, I myself, <laughs> mm-hmm. I myself mm-hmm. almost got on the first season, but mm-hmm. you know, you know what they said to me? No, you're not good enough. And you know what happened in season two? The bitch came back and she mm-hmm. got on. So um, we kind of have similar stories. We do. Except know. I remember when we were hosting an event in Whistler, you asked me, <laughs> you asked me the question, why didn't you win? And what did I say back, Ryan? Oh, uh, that why didn't you win your show? Or something like that, didn't you? <laughs> Honey, we both made it far. I didn't tell you. She burnt me. Right? She burnt me. He is sensitive, Kendall. You can take it. He can't. We both, we both made it to the finale, though. We both made it to the I'm finale. I'm kidding. And you know what? At the, at, and I completely agree. I literally feel like an absolute winner from that show, regardless yeah. of actually taking the crown. And like, I think... I think Isis was absolutely the, like, she deserved this place so much. And like, I wouldn't take that away from her at all, but like, still, I'm so proud of myself. And like only one person wins, but like, at least we made it all the way to the end. Right, sis? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I have a feeling we'll see you again one day, (laughs) but we're going to see you on a, on a drag race uh, stage, I think again. In a, in Who, a knows? Who knows? Who knows? That's, that's the great thing about the drag race family. It doesn't once stop. You're in, it never stops. Like fucking yeah. Jujubee. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, okay, enough. Um, you know, fourth time now. Wow. Fourth, fourth time Jujubee. On Juju, Jujubee. We don't need that. Jujubee. Jujubee. Jojo Siwa. Jojo Siwa. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. Inside joke. Uh, we watched the whole season of uh, Canada's Drag Race again yesterday with you. Um, so we did. Um, you fucking won the roast challenge. I did. Sweetie. <laughs> that is like, that's big. And you were so funny um and like again we've known you forever and you're a, you know you're a funny gal but like the pressure of being on like a reality show oh tv and to still come out on top honey praise to you honestly i feel like that a lot of the feedback that i got from from the roast in particular people were like i've known you for a long time but like i didn't know you were like me <laughs> and, I <was> like, <laughs> and i was like i feel like the reason why i like had so much fun doing that challenge is because like there is mean elements to it but it's also like it's your delivery and it's sort of like how you talk um mm-hmm. and i think at that point in the competition i was like 
the last couple of weeks I hadn't been doing very well. I literally was lip syncing the week before. So it was just like, I was like, one of two things is going to happen this week. Either I'm going home or I have to win. So I was like, I'm going to choose the other one. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to go that way, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, guess, uh, I guess you were mean, but well, you know, I think more of it is funny. Come yeah, on. It was take funny. The, you were the great. I, 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 think, really I think, I don't think it was that mean. I think there was definitely no. like, I've seen roasts before where people cross the line and I don't think that I, I did. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, no, I had so much fun doing that. I like, I felt very in my element. Yeah. Well, another place that I feel like you are totally in your element. I have, this is a two-part question. So please hold for the second. Here we go. One, actually a comment and then two questions. <laughs> One co- first comment is, thank you, is um, you fucking killed it when you rapped on Brooklyn Heights's track. I was, I watched that again last night and I was like. With me. Oh, yep. I watched it again last night, not by myself with Ryan Steele. And I was like. <laughs> Holy shit. Like you, as soon as you start, like, I don't know how editing happens or like if they, if you had done it a few times to get to that level, but I highly doubt that because you were, it was so good, but yes, like so good. So actually I still only have one question. You going to come out with a track pitch. Okay. So I don't think so. Not to be, I know I'm sorry. I feel like I'm ruining the the thing. Like I, I feel like I really hey, broke hey, you down. Speaking hey, of reactions. Amy, yeah. Amy, Amy, come back. Come back to All us. right. Have a sip of coffee help. and calm down. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> um, I I loved that part of the show. I am so 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 proud with like the the verse that came together, and it was like I feel like people have like been making TikToks about it. People are like people will wrap it back to me when they see me. Like oh, I'm just gonna start performing it. Like it's. I love it. And it's such a beautiful little like capsule. Um, But the thing is though, for me, I like, I loved doing it in that aspect, but I don't know if I have the like insane passion to create my own music. And I feel Mm -hmm. like everything that I do in my drag career and that I get involved in, I'm extremely passionate about it. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and to be honest, I wouldn't just want to make a song or make music simply to just make music. Right. Do you know what I mean? And th- and that's just today. Like this is this is right now. I don't know. Ask me in a year or two. But like, there's just other things that I like am more passionate about than like dropping tracks. A, a quick yeah. little beat, honey. Um, I totally hear you on that, and that's why you're so good. Like you're just such. Oh, I know. I'm just. I'm really like slurping you up. No, I love you too. <laughs> Um, you are so good at everything that you do. Like you're such a well-rounded queen. Like it's not just about how beautiful you are or how beautiful your clothes are, but like you're just very talented and it shows at how hard you work. Like if you look at your performances, like we're going to get, we haven't gotten to the horn band yet that we want to ask. Right. Okay. So yeah, we're going to get there, but like just everything that you do and orchestrate yourself with the help of others, obviously I'm sure, but um, it's just really well-rounded and good. And you can see how hard you've worked. So it's really cool to hear you say that. And I also think, yeah, you should be free to say like right now, that's true. Like you don't know where you're going to be six months from now, a year from now, 10 years from now, Mm -hmm. who knows? People are ever ever evolving, ever changing. But I do know that if you do put out a track, honey, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be fire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I will be illegally downloading it. Yes, I will be illegally <laughs> downloading Thank you. <laughs> you can't spring for the one ninety nine, Ryan. No, we don't yeah. support. We no. want to be supported, but we don't support. Yeah, that's that's how okay, we got no, to no. where we got. No. Yeah. Amy just kind of brushed on it, but um, right around actually the uh, Rugby Sevens time, you uh, did It's Just Drag yeah. at Commodore right before this good old fun pandemic. Yeah. And you did Beyonce Coachella and you had mm. a freaking high school horn band. 
behind you. Um, (laughs) I blew my mind in the, you know, in my booth because I had a VIP booth because I used to work at Commodore. Go on. Um, (laughs) But um, just wanted to drop that in. I love it. (laughs) So please, I'd love, we'd love to hear a little bit about the process of getting that band. Um, Yeah. So that was obviously in the beginning of 2020. So I was feeling extremely optimistic to my year. Um, And (laughs) it really came from a conversation that me and my partner were literally just having in bed and we were just kind of joking around. And then she's like, why don't you get a marching band for a performance? And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, I kind of didn't think about it for, for a little while. And then I was like, wait a minute. I literally could do this. And I remember because I think it was the Pride prior, I had done New West Pride and I had seen this high school marching band that did covers of like modern songs. So they were doing like the horn version of like Billie Eilish songs and and all of this kind of stuff. It was really, really, really cool. Um, So I just reached out to them and said, hey, would this be something that you'd be interested in? And they were like so into it. Something we got uh, in common, Kendall, uh, Beyonce's Coachella performance is one of the highlights of my life. Like I was not there, but just watching I was going to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm shutting the freaking computer. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I wish. That. I wish. You can't like, say that to I her. could not yeah, yeah, stop no. listening. Even now no, when it comes so on my, like, I, I'm a, I'm a runner. And when it comes on, like if I just have shuffle on and it comes on, oh, it's I'm good. Like, mm, I, I remember like in the beginning of the pandemic, when I was like definitely feeling down, um, mm-hmm. like a lot of us were, um, I remember specifically watching that, like rewatching it back. And it just brings me so much joy. Okay. Another question for you. Um, yeah. what advice would you give to new queens mm. um, in any type? Yeah. Like any advice at all, emotionally, mentally, um, technically, what comes to mind for new queens? Yeah. I think for new queens, I think that like a really cool piece of advice that I can think of is like, try a lot of different styles. Um, and I think this kind of can go to different types of performers as well. It's like, try like various different types of drag and, and, and performances and songs and all of this kind of stuff. Like I tried a lot of different styles. Like when I first was getting into drag, like, you know, I I sometimes didn't wear a wig, for example, I would do like, you know, male songs, like whatever that meant. And maybe it was only one time that I did it, but it was to try this new side of, of, of this character. Um, because I feel like that's how you learn who you are as a performer. Um, And I feel like that's how you really identify like what your character is. And like, obviously now so many years later, I know exactly what I want to look like in drag. I know exactly how I want to perform, who I want to be, all this kind of stuff. Um, But I think that came from sort of like diving into different, different styles um, and sort of learning from other people as well. Like, you know, go out and meet people that you maybe want to don't copy them, but like emulate or like you, you respect what they do and kind of like take from them and, and sort of create your own world. Um, Kendall, a lot of us in in Vancouver know you from, you know, the actually quite famous Brat Pack. It was such a staple in the Vancouver drag scene for a long time. Um, What was it like being on, uh, and another thing about probably being on season two and season one, it was great that you, Cynthia and Gia all got to be on the show together. What was that uh, experience like as friends and competing against each other? I mean, I'm sure you all three wanted to end up in the the final three together. That would have been epic. Um, Yeah. What was that like? Honestly, when it all came together, I was so happy to have like two very close friends with me. Like it it wasn't like, it wasn't like we just did some random shows together. Like these people are literally like my extremely close friends, like outside of the drag world as well. Um, So it was so wonderful to have them there to be able to like 
it's a support system, right? Like you can, you, you need help sometimes like emotionally or, or, or physically, whatever it is. And like, it was so nice having my actual sisters there the entire time. Um, I think like, obviously it's a competition. So like at the end of the day, you like, there is elements where you have to like be there for yourself. Um, but I think that like, you know, after everything that happened, like obviously there was some awkward times between us, like lip syncing against each of the girls and, you know what I mean? Like we know mm. what happened, but <laughs> there's, there's, there's time there. Like there was time after the show to like reflect on that. Um, and I think it's like made our relationship way stronger because we ref- we can look back at it as entertainment and we can look yeah. back at it as a television show um, that doesn't necessarily need to affect our like true, like core of our friendship. Um, Cause that would, that mature. stayed, you know? We thought you were really immature <laughs> and you know what? You're not. You're wise beyond your years. I am yeah. so glad. I'm, I'm really just trying to impress you guys. <laughs> I don't even want to ask you this because oh, I don't, don't want to hear the answer, but I don't um, know the answer. what's oh, no. next for you? Um, what is next? <laughs> what is coming up is um, I am starting to tour, which is so exciting. Oh, uh, wow. We are. Yeah, we really are actually like hitting the ground running with shows. So we have the Canada's Drag Race tour coming up. There's uh, a lot of other cities that are finally like putting together shows and that sort of thing. So that's my number one focus for the next little while is like really getting back out there doing shows, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I do have a couple in Vancouver, depending on when this comes out, I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, but, uh, one really cool thing that's happening in Vancouver, uh, very soon actually, uh, is, uh, the top 50 under 50 Vancouver magazine thing. We, we We read, Oh, we know you're part of that. We, like what? <laughs> no, that blows my mind. Uh, Your PLT story better be fucked up. Yeah, it better be horrible. <laughs> yeah, and it better be about you. It actually is kind of fucked. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> final question. Final okay, my answer. This is a final question. Um, do you think Ryan has what it takes to become Canada's next drag superstar? No. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Let's get on to, but, our, um, but ne- neither did I. So what the fuck do I know? <laughs> okay. 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 We like her. Yeah. We like her. Yeah. We like her. We like you. All right, okay. We're- now we're going to play our PLT theme music. Okay. PLT stories. We've got a, we've got a couple. Should we do guests on her? Should we start you off? What do you, what, what do we all feel most comfortable with? Who wants to go first? Yeah, I can go. Kendall sure. Do. You're both looking yeah. at me like yeah. <laughs> who wants to go first? Yeah, yeah. Like obviously you want it to be me. Um, okay. So it was just Valentine's day, obviously. And I, I think I blocked this story out of my mind because it was very traumatic. Um, but back when I was, I want to say 22, I had a boyfriend who, just to paint you a picture, he was a, a bouncer at a club. He had a full sleeve of tattoos, shaved head. Like, I'm just painting you this picture. And we, we, we get it. We get this, this gentleman. Mm-hmm. So I was in, I was in love, obviously at 22 years old with this guy <laughs> and it was Valentine's day. And I had made reservations in Yale town. Cause that was the cool place to go when you're 22, obviously. Mm-hmm. Of course. And I had reservations at six 30. So I went there at six 30 and I waited and it became seven and nobody came. Then it became seven 30. Nobody came. 
Fast forward to nine o'clock where I still was waiting. And the only reason that I was still waiting without a date is because I was messaging my boyfriend at the time and I was getting be there in 10 minutes, be there in 10 minutes, be there in 10 minutes. Then he finally comes at nine. Um, He's very intoxicated on top of this. I'm really painting the picture. Um, So he comes, we have dinner. He says he fell asleep in between messaging me. (laughs) When I look back at this story, when I, when I look back at this story, of course I was like, Oh my God, no problem. (laughs) You were tired. Fast forward to like, I want to say maybe like a year after um, I find out that he had during that period, another boyfriend. (sighs) So I was the second Valentine's day date. He double dipped. Oh my God. <laughs> you were know. the second. I was the boyfriend? second. I was the second. And the worst part is we had been dating like prior to that. Like we had been dating like before that. It wasn't like, it wasn't like I was a new boyfriend. Like we had already been dating for like at least, at least a year before that. A year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say we were dating for at least a few weeks. No, no, no. A we had year. We, we were, and, and I still st- and the worst part about it, and like this is, I mean, this says a lot about my my mental health at the time, but like I still, <laughs> I still stayed with him after. I, I think we were together for like three years in total. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> been there. That's a PLT, and yeah. that's a, a relatable PLT. Oh, thank God you're not perfect. Oh, that, my God. I know. That's dark, right? That's probably the best PLT story you've <laughs> ever heard. <laughs> and you know what? We always we have to say this though. You know what? He'll, he's a PLT. He's the bigger he's PLT. He's the than PLT. Me. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. But, but a little bit of PLT. You, you are a yeah, PLT yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I, two more years. I have I have heard that he's uh he's he's changed though. I like I don't keep up with. Okay. I don't. We don't stay connected now. If I have to be eternally optimistic, I have heard right. that he uh he's not so bad now. But what we're gonna unfollow him on Instagram. We're gonna anyway. unfollow him. We'll find out who it is. And we'll go and get him, Kendall. Yeah. We are we will go and get him as your stands. Thank Did you. I say that right? Yeah. And we we and are throw your tea on him. And we will get the tea and splash. Oh we have an incoming uh guest on Zoom. Uh Kendall it's a surprise. It's him. Oh is this Maury? <laughs> It's Sally Jesse Raphael. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Please. Imagine her podcast turned into that to that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, like change, ambushing you know? people. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, like like podcast, TV shows, you know, you always find your voice. And imagine, like, you know, a few episodes into PLT, we decide we're gonna be like a Maury PLT. Yes. Yeah. Well, we have to switch it up. Kendall, one second. We have an incoming guest. <laughs> <laughs> Not him. Yeah, that, that was story. that was that was that was a dark, that was a dark yeah. day. Well, listen, if you listen to our PLT, uh, you will not PLT stories and all the episodes. You will not feel alone, honey. You are not. Okay, alone good. <laughs> good, yeah, good. You are. Good. You are a PLT. He is a master PLT. Yeah. Yeah. You're a you're a miniature PLT, mm-hmm. but you're not alone. No, you're not alone. No, you're not alone. Thank, Thank you for you. sharing that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Kendall, mine's about boys, too. Boys. Ugh. Mm. <laughs> Am I right? Ew. Ew. Worst. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. It's the early 2000s. I'm 24 years old and I'm feeling real good about my appearance. Like I was, you know, a nerd in high school was not. It took me a long time to grow into my nose. Got in my 20s, started working out, you know, started doing all the things. Felt good about myself. Go down to Vegas with my friend, Matt, my friend, Catherine. And uh, we're having a time and we go to this bar. It's kind of like a gay bar. It's like a mixed bar, maybe. And we have some beers and we're there for the night. And there's this fucking 
beautiful man sitting at the bar, like so good looking. And I do, I think a little like sleuthing of my own. And I find out that he's, he's like a lead in one of the Vegas shows. Like I want to say Aladdin, that doesn't make any sense, but something like that. Like he's important and he's hot and he's talented. And I keep looking over and you know, I think in my head, I think he's like looking back at me. He's not looking back at me, but I think he is. He's probably like, what the fuck is this guy keep looking at me for? And you know, we have some more beers and as we have the more beers, the confidence grows because you know, I'm already pretty confident because I'm 24 and I think I'm pretty hot, but then also the beers are helping. And he gives me nothing all night. He gives me nothing. So finally, it's time to leave. Me and Catherine and Matt, we walk out. And I kind of go to my friends. I go, hey, one second. I walk back into the bar. I go up to this hot man sitting at the bar. And I just look at him and I go, by the way, my name's Ryan. And he looks at me deadpan and goes, okay. (laughs) And... I didn't know what to do. I don't know what I expected. I think I expect, I, maybe I expected him to be like, hey, I'm Matt. Nice to meet you. You know, like, here's my MySpace account or whatever. Um, or here's my ICQ. I always use that joke. Nice. Um, but um, he just like, I, I don't, I actually don't really remember what I did. I think I was just obviously like mortified yeah. and like, you know, walked backwards out of the bar. <laughs> you moonwalked. Yeah, backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to- moonwalk. Really try one last ditch effort to, get him, to impress him. Yeah, yeah, That'd yeah. Be- That'd be funny. Um, yeah. And I just, what a poor little PLT. But you know what? Sometimes, sometimes when you're confident, hey, you're hey. like, you're allowed to, I took a risk and yeah. it didn't pay off. It didn't pay off. She no. took a risk and it didn't pay off. And you know what? Sometimes you get over it. Sometimes you're, sometimes you get too confident. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, such, there's something called mm-hmm. overconfidence. Yeah. And how about yeah. that was my, my, that was my line. Hey, <laughs> I just want to let you know, my name's Ryan. <laughs> and I said it so, I said it so like shy guy, coy, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you were probably wondering. Kendall, maybe you and I could, together could each give him a, you are a PLT. You are a PLT. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. a PLT. It's okay. Yeah. But that guy's a PLT too. It's like, yeah. what do you mean? Okay. Yeah. Like, and like, look, okay. Like, now I have my own podcast. So you fuck you. Yeah, fuck yeah. You know what? I, and you were hot, right? I've fucking seen photos and like you were hot as much as I don't want to be nice. You know, I don't hey, like hey, being nice to you. you, but you were hot. Yeah. And that guy was in Aladdin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Like what? in Vegas on a yeah. really popular show, whatever. Okay, probably making yeah. a lot of money. Like oh, okay. uh, whatever. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> I uh, I only had one testicle at the time. He could probably tell. That's probably why I didn't say hi. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Was, yeah before I that's got my another story. Testicle. That's another story. I mean, yeah, this, Ryan. Hey, you know yeah. what? That's we'll say that for the after show. You've stumped. Testicles don't you make a <laughs> testicles do not make a man. A. Man, uh, this is very healing. Thank oh my you. god, yes. Okay, here's a PLT story. I kind of wish I went first because this, but I'm going to tell you anyways. Yeah. So, uh, picture this. Okay, I am in my 20s as yeah. well, which was not that long ago for me, Kendall. You know that. I can I tell. It was yeah. a long time ago yeah. for me, yeah. and you can like tell on my skin and everything. Yeah. So, um, a little, a little bit ago, I was dating someone at the time. And, um, I went to the dentist. Okay. I went to the dentist. I was living at my mother's house at this point. Okay. I went to the dentist. In her 20s. It, I, uh, <laughs> that's another guilty story. Hey, I was, I was there for a long time. Yeah. I was there for a long time. <laughs> I kept saying, I'm saving money to buy something. I, I haven't, I, I haven't, I'm very old now and I haven't. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm at my mother's house. Okay. I go to the dentist. I go to the dentist. The dentist says, well, you got to get your wisdom teeth out. I'm like, oh shoot. All right, let's do this. Okay. I book my appointment. I go to the dentist. They put me under. My mother comes to pick me. Oh, no. Okay. Sorry. They put me under. Okay. I remember waking up a little bit halfway through. And I remember the dentist 
reaming on my jaw. Like they couldn't, like he couldn't get the wisdom teeth out. He was like <gasps> really reaming, reaming. And I kind of like remember waking up and being like, ah, oh, like whatever. And then maybe falling back asleep or they dealt with it. I don't know what they did. One of them came over and punched me across the face. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no but I, I remember just like waking up and feeling that and then, and then like going back to sleep, but vividly remember the part. Anyways, fast forward. I, my partner at the time was, was a professional athlete. She was away playing soccer and she came back. She was living at my mom's too. True PLT. That's another fucking thing. Anyways. <laughs> fair. Um, fair. And um, she came and she was like taking care of me between her and my mom. It was lovely. I had whatever. Then um, they were giving me penicillin for the wisdom teeth being out. Well, turns out I developed an adult uh, um, allergy. allergy. Thank you so much. Turns out I developed an adult allergy to penicillin. So I got, I had my wisdom teeth out and then I got a head to toe, literal half an inch thick rash, body (gasps) rash, like full on (gasps) body rash. Then I was like, I was healing from my teeth. I had the rash. My partner at the time was icing my body down with ice cubes because, which is so kind, but I just couldn't like, I couldn't sit. I remember like being like naked all the time too in the house because I couldn't have clothes on my body because it hurt so bad. So I'm healing from my wisdom teeth. I look like, you know, God knows what. Then I I have the full body rash. Then as my teeth heal, I realize that my jaw hurts really badly. So I go to the doctor and he's like, oh yeah, they broke your jaw. So they broke my fucking jaw. So, so casually, oh yeah, they broke. Oh, yeah, they jaw. broke your jaw. That's what he said. He goes, he goes, yeah, they broke. They broke your jaw, but he's like, it's a little break, and he's like, it happens. <laughs> and I was so young that I was like, I mean, I say, all right, it was an experience, and I wasn't gonna like. For me, people are like, why didn't you sue them? And I was like, I don't know. I'm not really like. I just Whoa. thought I listened to what you, he said. You, today's Amy would sue them. Today's Amy would take them to fucking court. <laughs> people's Absolutely. Court. Oh my God. Yes. People's court. Yeah. Fucking people's court. We would televise it. Judge Judy. Yes. Well, and so anyways, I had this full body rash. I was healing from my teeth and then I had a broken jaw. So here oh. this PLT is in her mother's house. And I just remember the end of this story is I had this rash and it fucked me up mentally. Like it really made me think about, I just had a little taste of people who have like chronic pain, you know, things that they're dealing with. And it, I, I remember after having it for like, I had it for like a week and a half. I had it so bad and so thick that I fucking, my brain snapped and was like, I'm done. I'm like, I can't fucking have this rash anymore. Take me to the hospital, mom, right now. I have to go to the emergency. I'm fucked. And she was like, oh my God, like Amy, I'm sure she was like, Amy, calm down. And I was like, take me to the hospital, bitch. Amy, you're on a high. Amy, I'm like, get your van and take me. <laughs> so so I, we get in her van and and she takes me to the emergency and I'm just looped. Like I, it actually like looped me out. And I got into emergency and the woman was so nice at the front. She's like, what are you here for? And I had a um, button up shirt that was like snaps. And I ripped open the shirt and threw it down on the ground. And I said, this. <gasps> yes. Like, what is your problem, psycho? And she was like, okay, miss, just go sit in the waiting room. So I went and sat and then I went and then they finally got, it was like, took forever to get in yeah. there too. Cause it was just like a busy night, a hospital, whatever. And like, what are they going to do? Like, what did I think they were going to do? I don't know. But I just like, that was the place to go when I snapped. And then they took me into the emergency, like, you know, into a little spot and the nurse was so nice. And I was like bawling. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm losing my mind. Like I can't sit. I can't wear clothes. I can't walk when I walk. It's like, it was just so thick and bad and bleeding. And like, it was fucking awful. And she just, looked at me and she was like, I know, honey. 
She was like, there's nothing I can do for you, honey. I'm like, give me drugs, anything, please. Just I just kept asking her to knock me out. I'm like, just knock me out. I can't feel this anymore. And she was like, she gave me a juice box, uh-huh. which was actually kind of cute and sweet. Yeah. She gave me a juice box and she rubbed my head because there was no rash on my scalp. And she said, um, honey, I can't do that for you, but we'll just, I think she gave me like an antihistamine or something. and was like, this is all I can do for you. And she just like, like cute, like baby talked to me. And it was like <laughs> calming enough that like after yeah. like, you know, an hour I was like, okay, I can go home now. <laughs> just taking up precious medical time at the hospital. But can you, that's my story. Wow. That's my long PLT well, when story. When did the rash go away? Uh, geez, she I still know. has it today. Yeah, wow. I still have it under my shirt. It's actually in the, yeah, I'm wearing a t-shirt yeah. and pants. It goes, it's just right underneath my yeah. t-shirt. It's my forearm. I don't have it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. P- okay. That was a very, oh. very, very sad story. Pants. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not even fun. That's what I said. I shouldn't have ended. I should have ended. Oh, sorry. Right, no, but we're, we're gonna we're gonna end it on a high here. Okay. Wow. Kendall Gender, if you won ten thousand dollars on a scratch and win today, and the stipulation on the scratch and win was that you had to spend the money today, oh. what would you spend that ten thousand dollars on? I would redo redecorate our apartment because we're just about to oh. move. That's oh. a very good answer. We're literally, we're, we're moving like at the end of the month. Um, and we're actually like, we're not moving tons of our furniture. Like we're actually rebuying it. Um, yes. so because we're yeah, getting a bigger place, not that you needed all of those details. Yay. But yeah, but, <laughs> but if I, I got $10,000 and I could save myself the money from buying a couch because couches are really expensive. Yeah. <laughs> they I would are. Where would you go? do that. You, you go to the brick when you go Ikea. They go, you go to Moe's? You, you go to Moe's? You go to Moe's? You go, I, would, uh, Home Sense? I would honestly probably start at CB2. Oh, oh excuse me. Okay. Yeah, sure. I love. Yeah, me too. Okay, but the thing is though, like I love CB2, but like it's so far from like our reality. Like we could, we got like bowls <laughs> from there and like that's where we are right now. Like we, we, yeah. we have like the bowls, but like we're not getting our couch from there. Like, I understand. We're buying our couch from Craigslist. Like let's not get crazy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what do you got? What do you go? Ikea? Where you go to Ikea? Craigslist. You, you ever taken a CB2 edible? <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, <laughs> CBD, CBD. No. I got it. It's no, okay. I'm with you. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Uh, Jamie, go. Oh, okay. Jamie, Jamie's in. Um, can I give it to people? That's kind of, of a call. You okay. Can, yeah. I'll give my mom a little bit of money. Yeah. I don't know how much though. Don't ask. I'll give my mom like, let's say I'll give my mom like, Oh, here's $3,000 just for fun. Oh just God, like, here's $3,000. Okay. So I have $7,000 left. And then, um, Oh geez. You know what? The first thing that's coming to my mind is food, which is kind of like what kind of food grocery shopping would I maybe just like go and like, but that's stupid. Our fridge is too small. Okay. Yeah. Wait, I, I'm not thinking properly. <laughs> okay. Then, um, Jenny and I would like, Okay, this is so this is kind of tacky, but we get I want to go on a I'd buy some clothes. Yeah. I buy some like expensive pieces, like as treats, like just for fun. Like maybe like, you know, some fucking balance, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. And like whatever. <laughs> it's I don't your day. Know. Yeah, exactly. Maybe <laughs> some like Prada or some shit that isn't knockoff, which is what I normally buy. Yeah. Um, and then uh well, I think that's probably all of the money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's one Good. thing at that yeah. <laughs> That's one pair of yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah. One shoe yes. only, not yes. not the pair. <laughs> no, there's no pair. <laughs> happening no just one yeah for photos just for photos I would reinvest my luck and buy ten thousand one dollar scratch and wins. Okay, you. That's a really, really, really bad idea. But I, I appreciate yeah, it. Is. Or the best <laughs> idea ever. <laughs> what if you don't win, honey? Oh, I will. Ten thousand tickets. I'm gonna win. Well, what if you win only a couple bucks? Yeah. What if you win like literally like twelve dollars? <laughs> well, and think how hard my fingers would hurt so bad after what scratching you, what so much. What did you just whisper into? I, mean, I can't remember. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about. 
<laughs> I always win. Poor thing. What's a PLT? This is why our show is called PLT yeah. because we are the biggest PLTs yeah. on earth mm-hmm. and it always comes out. I kind of thought of the answer right on the spot, but my original answer would be clothes because I don't like going totally. shopping. Clothes shopping, it just stresses me out. And like I had an ex once, he's like, yeah, I have to drink before because he would, he hated it too. So hated shopping. Yeah. So, but like if I had to spend the money, I'd be forced to do it. I'd tell Amy, Amy, we're not working today. I have to go shopping. Yeah. And then I'd spend $10,000. That'd be nice. And you know, you, if you really wanted to have a nice experience, where, where would you go and who would be your, who would be your, I'd go to top, top shop and get, um, candle to, uh, to, (laughs) to dress me. That was very smooth. That transition. Do you see what, do you see how close we are as a duo? I I see something. I pass it to him and he does it very quickly and swiftly. That was good. Do you see? I do, I, I do worry about people thinking that I actually do still work there and going, to look, <laughs> and going, and going looking for me. <laughs> Kendall, oh, this was... if we thought you were amazing I before, love you guys. I love oh. both of you equally, even though I, 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 oh. I razzed on some people more than the other, for sure. Oh, it's fine. I, do it. I love both of you, and I always have since day one. Oh, um, I really so nice. respect both of you, and uh, I love what you guys do, and I think this is such a good podcast. Thank oh you. my god! Slash Patreon subscription. Okay. She's a businesswoman. She is a businesswoman. She's a businesswoman. Talk about everything. She knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. Where do you go? Mo's? You go to Mo's? You go to Ikea? Where do you go? What do you go? CB2? What do you go? CB2? What do you go? CB2? Zellers? What do you go? Zellers? You booked. Kendall, thank you so much for being on our podcast. We are your. I would say number one fans. Yeah. And where we, where we stand you, we stand you, we stand you. We stand you. Yeah. How do I, I don't know. We stand you. Okay. And, um, we wish you nothing but the best. Mm -hmm. We cannot wait to see what you do next. And when you are on top, like extra, you're on top of the world now, but when you just sort of like climb a ladder and you're like just hovering above the top of the world, float us a couple bucks. Yeah. Float us a couple bucks. Give us some money. We need, we need, Maybe put us you in need things pay, like one Balenciaga shoe and a bunch of scratch yes. and win tickets. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm with you. Yes, yes. Pay, 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 PayPal, whatever. You know, it's easy. Yeah, whatever you want. It's Ryan and Amy show. Ryan and Amy airdrop show us at- money. Can you airdrop money? Yet? That'll be cool when oh. you can airdrop money. Is that what Venmo is? Oh, maybe. Oh, I guess kind oh. of. Yeah. Is oh. it? Yeah. Venmo us. Venmo us. Anyways, we love you so much. Love Thank you, you so much. much. I love you guys. And Kendall, can we tell you something? What? You're you a real PLT. Thanks for tuning in to Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. If you want to see exclusive content and extra goodies, join our Patreon and strap in because it gets wet and wild. (laughs) (laughs) And as we always say, you You poor poor little little thing. made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, it's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.